Hey there, Internet. How are you today, Internet? How are your feelings? Are you feeling overwhelmed? I Have you noticed? People are. Yeah, like people are definitely at the end of their shit, I think, uh, pandemic-wise. It seems oh, like yeah. people have just been getting uh, progressively angrier, which is a boon for this podcast, um, which, by <laughs> yeah. the way, is Our H Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bowen. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. Um yeah, everybody's been like, uh, like even Andrea, she's like, have you noticed everybody's a little stressed more? And I think it's because they're opening, like in BC at least, they're going into phase two of the opening up. So everybody's like going to go back to work, but they're still like have to reevaluate how the, all their anxiety to deal with COVID in general because they actually have to go to public to go to their job now. Even then, like I think that because they announced, uh, what was it, last week? Uh, so we live in BC, which is like in places with a population of 5 million people uh, or less, more. In whatever. BC or in Vancouver? Well, it was just um, in BC in general, in terms of like regions with populations of 5 million people uh, globally, BC was the least like had the lowest number of cases per capita and had the lowest deaths per capita. So uh, congratulations, British Columbians, on being more subservient uh, than anyone else in the world. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's also because we got our first case so early. Like all of Canada, BC had one, and then Toronto had one, or we both had one at about the same time. So BC was like, holy fuck, this is real. It's already here. Whereas like Alberta and Manitoba and a lot of other places in the world didn't get their first uh, case till like a couple weeks later. So they're like, ah, it's still not a, it's still not our problem. It's still China's problem. Yeah. Like I know that was pretty much what everybody thought. They're like, cause they're like, we're all like, Oh yeah, SARS. We all freaked out for that. And then it kind of, unless you were lived in Toronto, it kind of never really affected anywhere besides China. And then this one, it came to like, Richmond and we were all like oh shit it's here now well see, okay, as got- soon as you heard there was a virus in China you were like well we are definitely getting it because like, <laughs> yeah. there there are uh there are areas in Vancouver uh that are basically um like Richmond specifically and I'm not mm-hmm. saying this you know racist not to be racist oh my but- god we gotta we gotta but- take our foot off the racist gas pedal because we gotta be able to explain groups of people and describe them even if we're not disparaging without being racist because we got to be able to say yeah there's a large population of chinese expatriates that live in the vancouver area yes so specifically richmond where they it's like richmond is is like i go to richmond i've been to china before going to i go to richmond so bougie um going to richmond is is basically like uh like visiting china so. Yeah. Yes. There's like spots of it where you go to Richmond and you don't know where you are because the signs aren't in English. Like, I guess they have, some of them have like real small print at the bottom, but a lot of the signs are in Chinese. And yes, you could tell someone's race actually a racist by if they go to Richmond and they see these signs are in Chinese and they get, get mad about angry. it. Yeah. Yeah. If you get angry about that, you're probably actually a racist. Yeah. Oh, what is this moon speak? Why can't I read this language? 
It just looks like syllables that I don't know. If you come to Canada, you better assume Canadian culture. <laughs> yeah. which... It's like, if you come to Canada after 1960, no, 1980, you better get with it because that's when all the white people who didn't speak English got here. And yeah. they like forced, made this like, well, I'm not going to say forced because I love all the different worldly foods that just came to be Canadian. Like if you go to Saskatchewan, you get uh, pierogies and then there's a whole bunch of Polish sausage and that's oh, Which it. by the way, I don't know if you noticed, I did not. Oh, before we kick off this episode, uh, I just want to say, uh, rest in peace to my grandfather, Gerald Wurgis, who passed away on Saturday, uh, the day before his 87th birthday. So oh, sorry to pour, hear that, man. Pour one out for Grandpa Jerry. Yeah. Uh, if if you got one. Okay, How old was enough. he? You said 87? Uh, 86. It would have been he he died oh. the uh, the day before his 87th birthday. I mean, so. I don't want to sound glib, but I feel like if I made it to 86, I'd be like. Dude, if, I, if I make it to 70, I will be fucking <laughs> stoked for myself. 70. I'll be like, well, had a good yeah. run. You'll be, you'll be like dying at 70. You'll be like, I was going to retire in 10 years. I almost <laughs> made it. <laughs> that was my dream, <laughs> retire at 80. Yeah. Um, is- but yeah, so I, I went to Saskatchewan and I did not get you probies or sausages because every grocery store was shut down. Mm. Uh only because there's a pandemic, I'll let it slide this time. Yeah. Because Sorry, next time I'll, I'll hook you up. I want you to know how important to my emotional well-being pierogies and sausages are, which is very high. And also, so, you are visiting your sick grandpa, so I can't even, like, be mad. Yeah, you can. Also, we've gone on, like, we're five minutes into this podcast. <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> uh, and we've already gone on like six different tangents. So what hey, we were originally talking about was how everyone's lost their fucking minds uh, oh, yeah. and how they're starting to ease up on the restrictions. But it was like they announced, they were like, okay, BC, we've done a relatively good job of flattening the curve. We're going to start easing up on the restrictions next weekend. Don't go coming in your pants already. And then you fucking, like, you went out on Friday or Saturday. And it was, like, to be fair, it was probably the nicest weekend that we've had in Vancouver so far this year. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, 28 degrees. Yeah. But you went, you went outside Friday or Saturday, and anywhere you went, there were, like, groups of, like, 15 to 20 people just, like, fucking hanging out. And the shittiest thing about that is that all these people legitimately believe that, like, we're going to ease up now and life's just going to go back to normal. Um, yeah. And that just, that's not, that's not how any of this is going to fucking work. Uh, we're going to still have to be uh, on like semi lockdown and everyone's going to have to social distance. And a lot of people are still yeah. going to have to work from home and a ton of people are not going to have jobs at all. Cause the economy isn't just going to magically rebound. Um, yeah. And, and like they said, we're not going to be able to stop social distancing until they get a vaccine. And like you said, it's like, okay, everybody, be cool about this, but we're going to let you go to parking lots for the national parks and the provincial parks. And then everybody, like you said, just wasn't cool. And now they're like, yeah, well, guess what? We're not opening the parks you for the You don't beaches. get your parking lots anymore. Yeah. You don't. have to park on the road by each other, which, yeah. 
and then walk an extra however <laughs> which is fine because you all need more exercise because nobody walks anymore yeah because you're all in your houses putting on your covid19 my uh which i'm i might be over the 19 yeah i think i'm i'm pushing it as well my step counter uh which like routinely broke 10,000 steps a day pre-covid days uh, yeah. has been hovering about around like 800 to a thousand maybe for the past two months. So well, that's no bueno. Like I'm still going to work because I'm an essential employee or whatever. Ooh, so I'm, I'm essential. I will uh, be. But it's, but it's like, that's almost even worse because like, I'm like, I don't have to do anything because it's like, I'm still going to work and I walk at work. So I'm just like, because I used to do that and then go to the gym or whatever. So it's like, I just like, I'm probably so much weaker. Like you and me used to go to the gym. So I'm probably going to have to like start over at like Ladies, the little girl weights. Dale and I went to the gym. I picked up uh, a set of those resistance bands on Amazon. Cause I was just like, well, if there are no gyms left in the world, I'm going to get these fucking yeah. things. Are you going to make TikTok videos of you smashing yourself in the face with them because you oh. set them up wrong? Almost definitely. Or like just pull on them and then smash myself in the dick. Yeah. Which I can definitely foresee happening. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I was watching one and this guy had it hooked up to the top of the door and he was pulling it down and he just fucking the whole door just came and hit him like this his face, but him in the shoulder. And it's like, if that happens, you kind of got to be proud because you're like, I fucking pulled the door off the hinges. Yeah. I mean, if hands. you're, if you're strong enough to pull a door off the hinges, you don't need resistance bands. <laughs> Fucking save some for the rest of us. That's a pretty good point. Like, yeah, you got to, yeah. I, I was going to say leave some women for the rest of us, but we both got girlfriends. So you can have all the extra women that are not those two. They're yours. Yeah. Guy, door, door puller guy. <laughs> door puller guy. Or whoever you are. Uh, all right. Do we want to get into uh, Dale? Oh, do, do we want to get into Dale? Yeah, let's. Yes, uh, we do. Let's get into what Dale got into a Twitter flame war with everybody a couple, on. Actually, yeah. So, uh, if you didn't hear about Brian Adams, which you probably have, because okay, I'm gonna. At first, I was like, he didn't. What he said wasn't racist. It was petulant or whatever. Let's because, explain. Uh, I was trying to explain this to Kate. She actually didn't know who Brian Adams was. So for. What? Non-Canadian listeners, people Brian who Adams. didn't see Derek do acoustic covers of Night Summer of '69 a lot, I've which I only seen, did because '69's in the title. Uh, <laughs> I have seen you cover Summer of '69 more than I've seen any other oh, yeah. song live, which probably isn't that impressive, but it's. It's enough. And like now that. I gotta cancel it because Brian Adams a fucking racist. Well, it's like when everybody's vegan. Like, yeah, oh, that's even worse. Also, but, didn't he renounce his Canadian uh, uh, passport to go British so he could try be knighted or something like in the nineties? Brian remember, Adams. Yeah, there was like a huge thing where he renounced his Canadian citizenship to go to be British solely so he could try be knighted or something i think it was right after he did that song for uh robin hood robin hood yeah, yeah he like he saw kevin costner's english accent and then he got a little enamored with the england so he's like i'm just gonna go live over there and then now he's canadian again so 
I guess maybe I should have paid more attention to him in the last 30 years. Now we're going to yes. cancel him again. So, um, but uh, Brian Adams is a famous musician. He did everything I do. I do it for you. Uh, from the Robin Hood soundtrack. He did Summer 69. My favorite song is Run to You. Which Run to is- You is a banger actually terrible because he's singing about to his like second girlfriend about how he wants to wait for his first girlfriend to go to sleep so he can go to his second girlfriend respect he's waiting for her to go to sleep at least that shows if you would wait for your first girlfriend to go to sleep instead of just being like fuck you i'm out gonna go see my second girlfriend got my side piece i think that shows a level of respect that uh is essential (laughs) in today's relationship yeah I'm sorry. I'm just looking for. Okay. So I will read you the tweet that Brian Adams sent out. Okay. So I opened up. Oh, was it? It was on the gram. So I opened up this saying, Brian Adams is not racist. You're allowed to call people bat eaters because they are objectively people who eat bats. And I got in a lot of fights with that. And then I went back and read the whole post and he called them greedy bastards as well. And I was like, oh, that's racist. So Brian Adams is racist. But I'm still like, I was like, I don't want to make this my hill to die on because it's so dumb. But I feel like we have to be able to criticize not only Chinese people, but everybody for eating bats. Because Whoa, rephrase they, that. Okay. Everybody around the world, I'm sorry that you have to eat bats because you're too poor to afford delicious cows, pigs. I don't think that's why they eat bats. Yeah, I think one of the reasons is they eat it is because it's so hard to feed a billion people in a country that they have to just go into the wilderness. That's it. Wilderness. It's not, I, I don't think it's poverty. I think it's like at that point when you have three billion people in a country, Yeah. like for them to have farms of cows and pigs to feed mm-hmm. every person in China a strict yeah. diet of like pork and beef would be fucking like there's not enough land in the world and the the impact of the environment would be catastrophic like you just you could not have that shit um so So, what they do is they end up eating lots of stuff everything yeah i just want to jump in again and finish my statement that i just want everybody to stop eating bats because they are disease infested rats with wings and if one bites you you have to go get rabies shots because they think that all of them have rabies and it's very bad for you. So, okay. So let's walk this back. Okay. One, uh, just a single step. We're not going to say that all Chinese people are bad eaters because that would be racist. No, no, no. And not all bad eaters are Chinese. And what, and this is where I thought Brian Adams thing wasn't racist because he was Mm -hmm. saying, like, I thought he was just, like, addressing people who eat bats because he yeah. had some, like, bullshit go vegan message in there, too, which, like, <laughs> fuck off, Brian. Like, mm. I'm not going to go vegan, and I would 100% eat a bat oh. uh, if one was offered to me. Definitely would not eat a bat here. Also, to correct a misconception, this virus did not originate from a person eating a bat. It, uh, they think it was a, a pangolin. Am I saying Pangolin. Right? Pangolin. I think it's a pangolin. They look it's, like it sounds my weird. favorite it's, dinosaur. Yeah, it, what a pangolin is, if anybody out there doesn't know about this majestic creature, it is the only mammal on Earth that has scales. It looks like a scaled anteater. I think they're like yay big. 
I guess I've got to move my hands back and forth so you can see it. <laughs> and, they're uh, size. Yeah, they're, uh, they're very endangered, so I have a problem with them being in wet markets anyway. Secondly, they're cute as F, so I've, that also gives me a problem for them being there. So, yeah, what Derek was saying was people didn't eat a bat. What happened was a bat that was sick got a pangolin sick, and then the virus in the pangolin mutated and passed to humans because it's like the same thing with the avian flu. Like it didn't go from chickens to humans. It went like chicken to a pig, I think to a human. So like bats have had, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. First of all, it was the pangolin that was killed in the wet market and that's what spread the virus to people. There are bats in the wet market though. Second of all, I respect eating endangered species, I think. <laughs> like, I, I just do because it's like, you see these things that become popular just because of, like, scarcity. Like, yeah. people who post food on uh, fucking Instagram because they got to, like, a sandwich shop and got one of 100 sandwiches that they made for the day. What yeah. is more exclusive than an actual endangered species? Yeah. Um, like I see why shark fin soup is is such a, a delicacy because it's uh it's hard to come by, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of sharks out there. It's um, are sharks endangered right now? I thought they were like, I think that the problem with shark fin soup is it's so cruel to the actual sharks because what the fishers will do is they'll catch a shark, slice off the fins, and then just drop the shark still alive in the water so it sinks and dies a slow, horrible death. So don't what eat shark What if they just, too. like, straight up killed the shark? Would that be Oh, better? then I'm okay with that. You can eat whatever you want as long as you kill it nicely and it's not a bat or full of diseases because bats are gross. Like that's, a if good, a, that's a good rule. If a bat poops on you, you can die. Like the guano of bats is so poisonous that if you go into a cave that has a lot of bats and then they fly out and they poop on you, you could get some horrible disease and die. It's not even the other night. I I went for a walk at dusk and I was walking around a lake in the neighborhood here. And all of a sudden I hear like all this shit flying by my head and there's tons of bats flying around me. And all I could think about was the viruses. (laughs) Like I get, I get a second mutation to Corona and, uh, and suddenly it starts spreading we, we get another outbreak in Vancouver. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. So for... Brian Adams said this because Brian Adams said this and he threw a little shit fit on Instagram. Which oh, is here. Let's, let me read the quote of what he yeah, said. Yeah, that read it. So that people know read what we're it. talking about. Okay. So this is like, I think this is an excerpt, not the whole quote, but this is basically what, we, what we're dealing with. So he says, tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a tendency of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall. But thanks to some F you dot 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 did he actually swear in the post or is it because like i got this off a news site so anyway so he said i'll start over how's that did he say fucked up okay tonight was supposed to be the beginning of tenancy at the gigs at the royal albert hall but thanks to some fucked up bat eating wet market animal selling virus making greedy bastards the whole world is now on hold okay can you do it again in a brian adams voice Tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a tendency of gigs at the Royal Albert Hall. But thanks to some fucking bat-eating wet market animal selling virus-making greedy bastards, 
the whole world is now on hold. Does that sound like Brian Adams? That was actually fucking perfect, <laughs> man. Nice. I mean, uh, it's so funny because he starts that with tonight, which is like e- the easily classic Brian Adams. Yeah, line. easiest Brian Adams word. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Um. So Brian Adams went on this rant because he was mad that he couldn't uh, do his residency at the fucking whatever hall. Yeah, so he just comes across as a petulant child. On well, re- just like, hey, man, we're all frustrated. Like, yeah. I I got shit I'm not able to do right now. I'm sure, Dale, you had one or two plans that got canceled as a result of being stuck in your actually, house for three months. Actually, oh, yeah, I was supposed to go to the dentist. That was the only plan I had that got <laughs> Oh wait! All I was right. supposed to go to Easter in Alberta, which no offense. Fucking canceled. To, no offense to my family. I'm I'm okay you, not having to drive. If you have to say that, there might be offense to your family. <laughs> um, I don't want to sound like I hate my family, but yeah, like Brian, we're, we all had to give shit up. Uh, yeah. So you know, let's let's just try and make the best of it without resorting to slurs like bad eaters. Or yeah. greedy, which I didn't really get. Why? Why did he say greedy bastards? Like, I think greedy about. I think what he virus? was. Yeah, I think what he was trying to say was they're selling bats because they're greedy and they just want to make money off everything. I don't That's think the you part make that, that much I, money off a bat. Yeah, I, yeah, because I um I was listening to a podcast and they looked it up and like bats are like a buck at the Wuhan. Yeah, market. in China, it's fucking amazing. Have you ever had those like uh? The bow, the steamed buns with like the barbecue pork in the middle. Mm. So, oh yeah, fucking in China, you can literally get those for like five cents Canadian. Like oh they are the, like food there is so fucking cheap. Why is anybody eating a bat when you can get a steam pork bun for five cents for that much? Yeah, and it's not like there's like a scarcity of food there. Like I think people eat bats just because they want to eat bats. It's just like a culture. Yeah. What if? What if this whole time? Bats are so fucking delicious, it's worth shutting down the world's economy because they're just that good. Well, I mean, what is a bat if not just a furry bird? Like, Yeah, I guess because, well, they're mammals, so I guess the closest thing it would taste like would be maybe rabbit or squirrel. Like a flying squirrel and a bat look, look like they could be brothers. Yeah, that's Minus true. the fur. Like probably squirrel, but smaller because bats are like what, like? Oh, dude, no! Have you seen how big night foxes are? Which is the popular bat because they're so big, it's worth it for the meat. Okay, they're this big. Fuck off! That's how tall the bat's body is. The wings are like this big. That's not true. No, like look up night fox bats, and they look. Like my nightmares. It, well, actually, they're kind of cute because they look like they don't look like fought like because you know how there's like different types of bats. There's like the ones with the smashed up face that's like all short and they look like demons. And then there's the ones who kind of look like skinny dogs and they have like a long snout. Yeah, um, this is one of those. So the ones with the long snout are the ones that eat fruit and the uh, ones with the smashed up face are the ones that eat bats or bugs. I'm a bat scientist now and I totally just made that up. So Nobody Google that and just let me have it. Checks out? Yeah. So I think like the Night Fox bats are probably good because they eat all fruit. So the meat would taste good because I think one easy rule of thumb to go on is 
if an animal eats meat, it tastes gross. But if it eats like vegetables, it tastes good. Like, I guess like how cows are so good because they only eat vegetables, herbivores, if you will. Well, what's up meat eating? Don't pigs, pigs eat meat. Yeah. Pigs are omnivores. They're like bears. They'll just eat anything. Yeah. And they are delicious. And like, if you want to be like, get super into like artisanal farming, whatever you feed your pig will affect the taste of it. So if you feed it like more sugary stuff, like corn and berries and stuff, it'll have a sweeter taste. And I think, um, I know that pigs and bears are related. And if a bear eats blueberries a lot, it's meat will actually be tinted blue, but I don't know if that'll work in pigs. So you're saying fruit eating bats would taste delicious and we should all eat them. No, what I'm saying is, is what I'm picking up bats, although the things of nightmares would taste better than the bug eating bats. Could you imagine you're just out for a stroll at sunset and one of these big motherfuckers like flies into your hair, smacks you in the face. Oh, I would, I would, I would, I would scream so long and so loud. My voice would sound like Brian Adams permanently because I would just blast my vocal cords. Can you throw out another uh, tonight for us? tonight oh wait that was that was totally i lost it i had i had brian adams for a bit but now it's gone um okay on that note i wanted to do this quickly because we're talking about brian adams top five canadian music or recording acts go oh this is so hard um fuck fuck shit piss um like currently or all time all time Ooh, I got to put metric up there. Okay. Not the uh, one I would have let off with, but okay. No, it's, it's, it's hard because these are just the ones I'm thinking of. Okay. How about this? I'll start with Canadian indie because okay. there's metric Tegan and Sarah. Uh, handsome furs are really good. Uh, chicks dig it. I don't know if they count as indie. They're more punk. And then, I count. Uh, I, Oh boys. Those are really good. Those are five bands I'd stand by. Like, yeah. All okay, right. You go. Uh, the guess who? Yeah. Burton you Cummings. It. You got it. I gotta got to say, it. you could hear Burton Cummings, uh, synthesizer music, synthesizer slash organ influence on pretty much every, everything ADM band that has a synthesizer in it. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish I could hear Burton Cummings. Hey, uh, ladies. Uh, okay. The guess and who. some dudes. I, I don't want to. Yeah, that's true. Let's not, yeah. let's not limit ourselves. Uh, fuck, you're going to hate mine. Um, Sloan, probably. We're, uh, and I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily because of talent, but more longevity. I did like a couple of their songs. I'll, I'll go as far as to say there are Sloan songs that when they come on, I'm okay. Like that. Is Money City Maniacs the name of yep. a song or an album? That's a banger. I like that song. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a banger. Um, Death oh. from Above, 1979. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. You'll sing Love Inc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Sam said Rush, which I don't abide by. No, I, I, you know, I get why people like them, I guess. Just not, definitely not my jam. Okay. Where was I? Uh, you had just said Death From Above. Death From Above. What were my first two? 
You said Burton Cummings. Burton Cummings, Death From Above, or no, The Guess Who, Death From Above. Sloan. Sloan. Uh, the Weaker Thans. Good as fuck. And... Can I tell you why I don't like the Weaker Thans? Because they're sensitive? So I went to see the Weaker Thans live in concert. This was kind of before they popped. Like, uh, I saw them before they were big, if you know what I mean. So I bought a sticker, and our friend Matt McLaren is, was a huge Weaker Thans fan. And I was like, oh, I'll get this. I'm such a good friend. I'll get this sticker signed for Matt. I was like, hey, singer of Weaker Thans. I can't remember his name. I knew it then. John Sampson. Yeah. Hey, John Sampson, could you please sign this sticker for my friend, Matt? He loves you, which I guess in turn makes it sound like, hey, I don't care about you, you guys. You do not love you, yes. But I have a friend who does, so can you write on this for him? And I was like, can you say, Matt kicks ass, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I can't write the word ass. And I was like, why do I listen to this band? And then from then on, I was like, I can't respect a guy who won't write ass as a joke on a sticker for a friend because it's like you just take yourself too seriously and yeah. you've heard my sailor mouth i mean that. you you should just ask them to write as and then added the extra s to yourself <laughs> Tanil just got my last one it's uh i mother earth oh i mother earth is good oh there's so many bands that i'm not thinking of that as soon as we're done i'll think of them and i'll just drive me nuts there was that whole like um the uh the indie the canadian indie movement like the 90s like oh uh, yeah records and sonic onion uh like who was there and trouble charger. records um yeah. trouble charger was good oh sponge you know, float that out there Sponge is uh, American. Yeah, they started as Sponge, and I can't remember what they changed their name to. They had that song, like, Beautiful Dress. It was on your... Oh, the Smalls and Eric's trip. The fucking... The audience oh, yeah. in the comments is is killing it right now. Yeah, they're, uh, they're on point. Eric's trip was super fucking good. Thrush Hermit was good. Um, I don't even... I can't even, like, think of what Thrush Hermit sounded like. You had that compilation CD. yeah. And it was like a bunch of like Canadian uh, indie. Ads. Oh yeah, uh, it had the girl with the backpack on the cover, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, bug off of that album was really good too. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, I guess, I guess if they're on there, I probably like them. I just can't. Like, you know how when you like someone says the name of a band, you're like, oh yeah, that's what they sound like, and it like plays inside your head, and it's like magic. I can't do that with Rush Hermit. Um, oh, uh, protest the hero. Oh. Yeah. But that's a good uh, recent one. Alexis on Fire, also really good. I dig yeah. that. Oh, Wolf right. Parade's really good. Are they Canadian? Yeah. The guy, oh, even... the guy from Wolf Parade was in like Frog Eyes and like six other bands. Oh, crazy. Oh, um, I know a band you like, Limb Lifter. Yeah, Limb Lifter is dope. Uh, I, was, I the... thought of them because of the Mounties, which is the, like one of the guys from Hot Hot Heat and the singer from Limb Lifter, I think. Hot Hot Heat was also good. Uh, yeah, they were. Age of Electric, The Killjoys. Uh, yeah. Who was I just thinking of? Arcade Fire, I think, is uh, artistically, oh, they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're also, they have a lot of bangers. I'm not a huge fan of Arcade Fire because they got overplayed when Neon Bible was out. But I do like those songs. Are Stars Canadian? I think so. Yeah. The Stars are pretty good. Um, Sam, Arctic Monkeys are not. Yeah, they're from like, they're England. like 
fully British. Be England. Yeah. Fully British. I mean, it would be hilarious. Tonight. If they <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, nice, nice uh, little aside there. Um, yeah, that was that was a fun game to involve all the uh, fans. All, all the all the listeners in. They had some. Yeah. Uh, hey, what we're talking? Uh, should we talk more about Brian Adams, or should we just tiptoe away from that? Hey, Brian Adams, get let, get let, get let the let fuck let over yourself. Everyone had to cancel shit. Don't go calling people bad eaters. Oh and yeah, also- I just I just wanted to say. Everybody's going to have a lot of anger and anxiety from this whole COVID thing. So uh, if one thing I've learned from dealing with anger issues in my youth is you have to find a way to express it healthily going on your Instagram and possibly ending your career is not a way to do it. Murdering cats, also not a way to do it. I mean, you could do like I did in grade 10 and listen to some corn and sulk in your bedroom, but I don't think that's really going to help. But uh, We did both of those things a lot. Write yeah, some poetry. Ooh, angry poetry. That's good. But there should be – Don't put it online. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I encourage you to write a poem about the pandemic. Uh, send it in to us at – what the fuck is our email address? Theoutragefactory at gmail.com. Um, then you, Sounds one right. of us would actually have to check that. Yeah. I'll uh, do it. Either Write do a that. pandemic poem yeah. for us and email it to us or message it to us on Facebook. And I promise you, we will read it on the next episode. We'll read the best two on air. So Derek will pick his favorite and I'll pick my favorite. Yeah. I'll pick my own and Dale will pick his own and we'll read those, but thanks for trying. <laughs> and then we'll have a battle of the poems. All right, can um, we talk uh, conspiracy theories for a bit? Oh, my God. Dude, I just saw right before we started this podcast, someone tweeted, they're like, is it just me or is there a lot more tinfoil hat people out there? And there is. It seems like the, the one weird thing about the coronavirus is there's a conspiracy specifically for the left politically, and there's another conspiracy specifically for the right politically. Like the right political conspiracy was – this was made in a factory by China to somehow infect their own people and then fuck over the world's economy so that they could come out on top. And then the left's conspiracy is more that it manifested from nothingness and it was nobody's fault. And the states are the ones to blame because they handled it so badly at first that they're the ones who are, should be blamed. I, I don't know. Like true. Um, like a lot of them. Yeah. Both of them have elements of truth. Like I don't think it was made in a lab. Like we already discussed. I think, I think it's a consensus. It's probably not, but I think it's a consensus that it came from a pangolin who was French kissing a bat, but yeah. the pangolin ended up in they the They were getting market. freaky. There's a video of a pangolin and a bat fucking on the internet and it's called the origin of coronavirus. And if you go oh, watch really? it, you will get I think, possibly um, horny do some and- <laughs> research <laughs> um but That's there's a like documentary i'd watch <laughs> so when this happened i was like i i legitimately thought at the beginning of this pandemic i was like well this is gonna expose all those anti-vaxxers for being fucking idiots because when they release a vaccine for this thing they're gonna have to get it mm-hmm. uh and somehow having a virus that is just like ravaging the world's population and killing a lot of people has somehow turned more people against vaccines than previously were. And it's just like, also there's like 
um, patriotic vaxxers now where it's not like they're not against anti-vaccine, but there's a people who are like, I'm only going to take the vaccine that was made in America. I ain't going to have that French vaccine because that's not going to help our economy. Cause that's how all American people speak. And I know we just had a big thing about being racist and like grouping people together, but nobody cares about America. So I can do that accent because yes, you're accurate. Whatever. I'm, I'm dating an American. That's exactly what she sounds like all the time. <laughs> that's the voice she has. I legitimately thought Kate was co-hosting this podcast with me for a moment. Hi, uh, Derek. What are you doing later? You should FaceTime me. <laughs> that is that what it's like? You sound oh, like I, uh, fucking like Ruth what, from Ozark. <laughs> I like what you do to me, Derek. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Kate, not here. There's people listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there was this um, fucking video that blew up. Uh, Are you talking about Plandemic? Plandemic, son. Dude. Which is Andrea like... made me watch that. And it had some points, and then it just kind of went... Whoop. Like, it was like, it was just like, it was so badly filmed, too. It was like, this guy, he's like, so I've got a big beef to prove something or other. And you're like, all right, where's this going? And it's just yeah. like... Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna make this fucking documentary without an agenda and just let the facts like it's like, no, you fucking you clearly have an agenda making this thing. Yeah, it's like, like, what did Dr. Fauci do to you personally, guy who made this movie that's in sole intention is to try take down Dr. Fauci and say that he's letting the uh, pandemic grow and grow so that he can make more money off of a vaccine in the future well there's like so there are so many people that like believe that and this is something that like otherwise rational well, i'm gonna i'm gonna loosely use the word rational but otherwise rational people believe and they keep posting shit saying that like um american hospitals are like faking the the number of coronavirus reports they have and like listing causes of death as coronavirus when it's not oh, yeah. coronavirus. Because like uh, Elon Musk was saying this too. It's like he's saying that because to it, for the gov- the U.S. government was sending out like segmented fu- segmented funds so that if you had someone die or get on a ventilator, you get a lump sum to help treat that per that person. So people were saying that the, all these people got coronavirus when they didn't so that the hospital could get extra money. Yeah, but it's not. So here's the thing. The money that the U.S. got, and Elon Musk fucking knows this because he's, I'm assuming he knows it, that he's smart enough to wrap his fucking dumb fat head around it. <laughs> and he's spreading this shit because he wants to open his factory and get back to work because he's not making money right now. But the mm-hmm. U.S. government sends that money because that is the actual cost that a hospital has to pay to keep a person alive by putting them on a ventilator. Like it's not like hospitals are turning profits on the number of COVID-19 patients they're processing. It's that Mm -hmm. is the cost of applying care to them. And the money they're getting from the government is a reimbursement of, of that money. And it's to offset. Otherwise hospitals would be getting hit um, incredibly hard right now because you have this, uh, fucking ridiculous for-profit healthcare system in the states yeah um, and and they had to stop all the elective surgeries so all the hospitals aren't making money off that yeah so the, so in order to offset those costs that they are spending keeping people alive 
<laughs> they are, yeah, they're saying that people have COVID-19 and I don't think they're inflating the numbers to like, yeah. like it's just fucking stupid to me that people like legitimately believe that a hospital, which is like a crazy ethics violation. And like, if any of these hospitals were discovered to be doing that, they'd be oh, shut yeah. the fuck down. Like it's not, yeah, this is like jail for the rest of your life stuff. Yeah. Like, this is not just like, oh, we can fudge a couple. Like, the people who are claiming this have absolutely no fucking idea how the world functions at all. Yeah, and um, these people are the ones who are just like, I want to go back to work, and I don't think I'm going to be one of the people who's going to die, so fuck it. Everyone yeah. who's going to die is going to be someone else. But it's funny because these people keep having these protests, and it's like the church groups keep leading um, – congregations and stuff but the protest leaders and the church leaders keep getting sick it's like how many times do people have to die so that we could say i told you so so that they actually listen like i guess it's hard times for everybody but you can't just say maybe i won't die and just start everything back up there were something like 19 pastors that that died of coronavirus so far in like uh, yeah, a couple weeks back. but it's like so the venn diagram of people saying Hey, it's a, it's a hoax. Look at how easily China was able to move past this and restart the economy and people yeah. bitching about American individualism and how everyone has to get back to work. It's a fucking circle. Like the yeah. reason China moved past this so quickly is because they locked the fuck down. Everyone obeyed orders. Everyone stayed home. They left businesses shut for two months. Yeah. Like, and if they didn't obey and stay home they fucking came and they welded the door shut so you couldn't leave your apartment like if you had coronavirus they're like i don't trust that you're gonna stay home so they came and welded the door shut and they're like if there's a fire you're dead because i don't trust that you won't leave your house like that's how china stopped it china didn't stop coronavirus because they mad coronavirus isn't real and the states are just propping this up also the weird thing about this is in the States, everybody's like, oh, they're inflating the numbers. They're not actually that big. But in like Russia and China, they're all like, they're decrease. They are, they're like artificially decreasing all the numbers and saying that people who died of actual coronavirus died of something else. So it's, it's funny because it's like right now you have this conspiracy theory going on both ways. Yeah. But the conspiracy is like, shut the fuck up. If, if everyone just like, shut the fuck up and obeyed orders and stay yeah. home. This thing would, uh, you know, if we did like, if we had Chinese levels of civil obedience in our society, we could have just like, we would probably be in the clear by now because everyone would have contact, con bleh, contact tracing uh, on their phone. Everyone would be opted into it. Uh, hmm. everyone would be to give you a glimpse. Did I talk about this last episode? I think we talked about it either last episode or the episode before, but cover it just in case there's some free time listeners, because what they did in China, since it's not a democracy and it's like a dictatorship and you listen how... to the government or it's under the penalty of death. Like you yeah. just, you fucking listen when the government says to do something. Um, but what they have is like, they have contact tracing on their phone. So every time my brother leaves his apartment and goes to like a store, they scan a barcode on his phone to check him in and they scan a barcode on his phone to check him out. And he gets scanned in at the next location. 
uh, and he gets scanned when he goes back home. And then if someone at any location he was at while he was there get test positive for coronavirus, that automatically updates their records and it notifies everyone who was in the location with them that they need to get tested. And it notifies the government so that they can go pick up people who aren't complying and throw them in prison. Uh, yeah. If you walk into a fucking building or you, even if you're going back home, you get your temperature checked uh, with an infrared thermometer. Uh, and if you, if you, uh, if you have a fever or your temperature is running high, they will not let you go back to your home. They will send a government vehicle to come pick you up and take you off to quarantine you somewhere else. Um, Which I just want to point out, it's probably not the four seasons or even the two seasons. It's like, probably like, pretty maybe terrible. One, maybe a one season. Um, but like, and then you have all these people claiming that how China moved past this virus so quickly is, uh, obviously proof that it's a hoax. Um, and these people are also bitching and being like, well, I would never allow a contact tracing app on my phone because that's an invasion of my fucking privacy. Uh, and it's fucking, it is just mind boggling because like, if we want to beat this virus and come out of it and fix our economy like china is going to be able to come out on top we need to do that shit if we're not going to do that shit china is going to win and that's not a conspiracy that's because we're all too fucking stupid and jacked up on the smell of freedom to (laughs) to do what we need to do to get past this thing yeah Uh, and the problem is yeah sorry tanil asked if we did the uh the government covid survey i did and i did uh say that i would be willing to get uh blood tested for antibodies and to uh, I volunteered for contact tracing as well. So we'll see. Where, where is the survey? Where can people, people were, find the survey, Derek? Uh, I saw it all on uh, Facebook. Hold on. Make your, make your point and uh, I will uh, try and track. Oh, I was going to say one of the other reasons that China fared better than the States is uh, when I, last time I checked, I think it was a couple weeks ago, there was eight different strains of the coronavirus. And what they're saying is that, like we we mentioned it last week that uh, the U.S. didn't actually get infected by China; they got infected by Italy. So what happened was BC. One of the reasons why BC is doing better than Ontario is they think that we got the early China strain all on the West Coast. So like BC, California, and Seattle. Even though Seattle was bad at first, it kind of lessened. Whereas Italy, Spain, the UK, they all got like super bad because they had a virus that mutated, it went from China to Italy and mutated and got way stronger and more deadly. And then that virus went to New York and East, Eastern USA. And that's why currently the East Coast is doing so much worse than the West Coast. Yeah. So, and that would be why all the Scandinavian countries are doing so bad. And then like, the whole problem with this thing is we keep saying we don't know enough about it to scientifically rule any causes for anything. Like there, there are, um, I guess people are kind of theorizing that the different genetics, like what race you are, if you want to be racist about it. So like Scandinavian people have a different genetic makeup of Chinese people. So maybe the virus hit them differently. Like, we don't even know this stuff. So what could have happened was it got inside Italians and with their different genetic makeup mutated it, or it could even just be the like Mediterranean climate as opposed to the Asian climate. So that's one of the other things that 
would affect the different numbers too. Yeah, and so and the other thing is that people say that they're like fudging numbers for um, for causes of death, but it's like the way COVID nineteen affects your body is at first they thought it was just like it was a lung issue. Um, that, that this was like a, a lung disease and people were dying of pneumonia. And now they're finding out that it like, it can affect your heart. It can affect your brain. It can affect your extremities. It, it basically just shuts down your organs. Um, so if they have someone that dies of one of these organ failures, that was, wasn't like presenting with a fucking long-term or a chronic illness before this, um, then it's probably pretty safe to attribute it to COVID-19. Um, Sorry, I'm just here? replying to a comment. Are you talking? Don't reply to the comments. Reply to my comments. We're podcasting here. What are you doing? Sorry. Oh, okay, also, fine. I'll, uh, I'll, just, I'll just say it instead of writing it. They have confirmed that there are eight different strains. They haven't confirmed scientifically the lethality of the different strains, but, I'm get, but they are theorizing that some are more lethal than others. And they've even said that the strain that's in India right now might even be worse than the one that was in Italy. More lethal or more uh, communicable, virulent. Yeah. Uh, Just virulent. Worse in general. Yeah. Anyway, um, the organ failure. And at first they thought that uh, this virus didn't affect children. Um, Oh, yeah. And now they're finding out that it actually like, what is the... um, was the syndrome? It kind of mimics the, um, uh, the toes. It, oh, the COVID toes is what they're calling it by slang. I don't know what the actual scientific term is, but it looks like um, frostbite on the toes of children. And they're saying that's one way you could tell if a child has it, but is asymptomatic. Well, and the child also, children are getting it and it's mimicking uh, like an inflammatory syndrome that, that children get. And I think they were, at first they were misdiagnosing it as a syndrome until they were suddenly like, why is this incredibly rare syndrome popping up in so many children in like high coronavirus outbreak areas? Yeah. Um, like they had a ton of cases in New York and they're, they're starting to think that this is how, basically it's still early on. Nobody has any fucking idea what this virus does or how to get rid of it, or even like the long-term health effects of it. Like if someone yeah. had had it and had a particularly severe bout of it and then got over it, uh, whether they're going to be prone to organ failure down the road. Uh, yeah, and they're everyone... like saying like it could like, it would like, I've heard that it gives you asthma type. Like it's like affects your lungs pretty much for the rest of your life. Like it would be, yeah. Like you now have asthma because you had COVID. Uh do we talk about how everyone should take up smoking? Because that's, there was a third study released. Uh, actually, I remember like a month or two ago when Marlboro started researching to find a cure for this disease. And I was like, well, that's weird that a cigarette company would start researching a um, lung dis- a disease that's passed like through the lungs. And then now France is like, Oh yeah. Uh, if you s- have nicotine in your body, then it does, you don't, I think it's something to do where it, it stops the virus from attaching to your lungs in the same way. Cause the way the virus works is it goes into your lungs and then like these little balls with like suction cups on the side, just like stick to your lungs and then give you like pneumonia and shit. 
Did you and watch one that... animated video about how COVID? <laughs> so your saw body a diagram, <laughs> all right, and then I just daydreamed the rest. But uh, so what France is saying that theoretically, if you have nicotine in your system, it'll stop the virus from basically setting in. But this is France, and they don't have scientific. This is kind of like the whole chloroquine thing where they're like this will cure it and then they're like yeah too many people died we can't say it'll cure it anymore or hydro they have a yeah but a third independent study came out so there was three studies conducted simultaneously one in france one in china one in uh fuck where was the other one the uk maybe um and they all basically confirmed the same thing and it it wasn't that like they couldn't confirm exactly how but they looked at the Mm. percentage of the population that smokes cigarettes and the percentage of population that um smoked cigarettes in each of the age demographics and then broke down covid cases like if you have 50 percent of a population that smokes cigarettes yeah then you would assume that 50% of the population is going to present with COVID symptoms at a hospital, potentially more because smoking damages the lungs. Yeah. It's Uh, crazy because they're theorizing that's one of the reasons why Italy got hit so hard was because on average, they have a higher number of smokers in the population. They also thought that was one of the reasons why dudes were getting it worse was because we're idiots and we smoke more than women. Yeah. But when they actually looked at the numbers of people who both presented with severe symptoms and died, uh, at hospitals, I think they found that like less than 4% of them were smokers across the board, um, which is crazy low. Uh, and again, they have, they have no idea why they think it might be because nicotine like blunts the immune system. So when your body turns its immune system against itself, which is how a lot of these people are dying, um, because it's basically, uh, like, your your immune system floods your own lungs or attacks your other organs uh, and that's what kills you but if you're a smoker your immune system is fucking useless so when it turns (laughs) against your body it doesn't do any damage yeah Um, but they're saying that that might uh there might be a a link between that so should i break my 14 year smoking hiatus and just start smoking again i think it's time bud I think it's time. I don't think I'd want to smoke because uh, I was pretty much super asthmatic when I smoked. So um, maybe if, maybe if you're desperate and you're like freaking out and you want to try the nicotine thing, I would say go with either the patch patch or like a a lozenge. There's gum. Gum is good. Go with a uh, like non- lung cancer causing delivery method yeah i want to say so, i i do not recommend that anyone uh pick up smoking to ward off the coronavirus because dying of coronavirus is much faster than dying of cancer mm-hmm. so right, what else we got uh do you want to talk about the leipzig thing the hockey oh player? yeah let's talk about some non uh I think I think everybody's ready for some non-coronavirus speak. Oh, and also, if you don't like hockey, it doesn't. It's not really that much to do with hockey. Like it did involve hockey players, but we could kind of hit the angle be that like a cautionary tale because this could happen to all of us. So what happened was Brendan Leipzig, who was Which, a Canuck, what? what? It could happen to all of us. Yeah, because what happened was. 
Leipzig and a couple of his friends would like see a different hockey player. Like they saw Connor McDavid post pictures on Instagram. Then he would screen grab that uh, picture and then he would send it to his friend and make a shitty comment about it. And then his friend would laugh and then they would make bad taste jokes at like, like objectifying women and stuff and talking about doing Coke and stuff. And this was all in a private chat. And then his friend's phone got hacked and these things got leaked. And then, so basically what he had in a private chat was made public, which happens to everybody's phone who got leaked. And he's no longer playing for the Ottawa Senators. It was the Washington Capitals. Okay. There's no so longer much playing for that. the Washington Capitals. There's so much wrong with that story. I mean, the comments he made were like shitty. They were shitty, but they weren't like lose your career shitty. Like I was expecting. Yeah, they were like, lose your career shitty. There was no racism in there. Oh, okay. I got to say, there was this one comment where a friend said, I went home with this girl. And then he wrote back. He said, might as well. She has a nice condo, which is hilarious, objectively. Like saying he, that you went home with a girl from the bar because she had a nice condo. So you might as well. I mean, I'm not going to ju- pass val- value judgments on hookup culture and bars and stuff. I just think that's a funny take on it because if she has a nice condo, why not go sleep there? I mean, the guy made some really shitty comments. He was calling girls fat pigs. He was like, uh, Oh yeah. I'm not saying it's without who was it? It was like a hockey player's wife who was pregnant. He said like, look how fat this broad is. It was Tanner Pearson. He said, LOL, look how fat Tanner Pearson's wife is. That was the exact quote, which is super shitty, but I don't know. Like, I don't think he, like I'm in a bunch of private chats and dirty raunchy shit gets said. And if it uh, got put out to light, I would probably lose my podcast career and lose all this lucrative money I'm making. There's like, there's dirty raunchy shit. And then there's just being like a shitty human being towards women specifically. Yeah. I think, which I would draw the line. It's like, okay. Like maybe like, being like, oh, like check out this hot girl, or like we have a uh, we have a fantasy hockey chat, which is a group yeah. of ten dudes. Oh yeah, we don't make fun of each yeah. other. Well, lives. when this Leipzig stuff broke, I was like, I was like, whoa, I wonder what kind of problematic shit we've said. And I went and I looked through it, and it turns out we're not piece of shit human beings. So yeah, we, we just didn't do any of that. All our fantasy chat is we make fun of each other we for being terrible at which fantasy is what, hockey. That's what the bros are supposed to do. <laughs> like, that's it. So all this yeah. other shit, like, yeah, I think it's fucking toxic. And I, th- I think if you are a professional sports player, mm-hmm. you are getting paid. If you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a fucking game, you have an obligation to be a stand-up member of society because that's what actually is earning you your millions of dollars. Yeah. Being a fucking role model to kids fucking making your media appearances, like showing the world that you are not an absolute piece of shit. And I think Brendan Leipzig 100% deserved to get fired because he fucking, he totally uh, invalidated that, that part of his career. And the thing was, he's like, he's not a good enough player that he can come through this. Like he got put on unconditional waivers, which if you're not familiar with hockey terms, what happens is if a team doesn't want you, they put, they do what it's called. They put you on waivers, which is, they send you down to the farm team. And then if any other team in the league sees that players on waivers, they could just swoop, come in and grab them without trading anything for them. Cause they're like, well, if you don't want them, I'm going to take them. 
and nobody wanted him. So obviously he's just a scrub player. Like there's guys like Patrick Kane, who is also a piece of shit, but he's a good enough player that the team didn't get rid of him. Rape, rape women. uh, Allegedly. I'm not saying, I'm not saying whether he did or didn't. It's, very probable that he did, but a court of law said he didn't, which there's and, uh, all yeah. sorts of things wrong with that. He still um, has oh, a career. And uh, of the thing that this made me think of is because a lot of people, like the weird thing about hockey is of the four major sports, basketball, football, baseball, and hockey, hockey players always seem to be like they have the most pressure on them to be nice guys and be upstanding citizens. And a lot of people are like, well, why is hockey held to a standard? And I think it's because it's the only of those sports that has allowed fighting. Like in hockey, if a guy beefs with you on the ice, they get in a fight and they punch each other in the face. It's the only of the major four sports where you can actually fight and then just get like a five-minute penalty. Whereas the fuck says hockey players are held to a higher standard of behavior than any other sport okay i say that because it feels yeah, like they i've are. literally never heard that i know it does not you don't pay attention to the other three sports so well like imagine if this chat leaked about a football player yeah like an nfl player would the same thing happen uh no they would but this is the first time this has ever happened there's been lots of toxic hockey shit that has come out um well remember when um uh, or no was... there was what's his face that uh the guy who said it? something to Luchich about his wife. Because the, there was a guy who – who's Luchich's, Luchich's wife? I don't know. Or not, not Luchich, Fanuf, his wife. Remember? Oh, uh, Sean Avery said the sloppy seconds thing. Yeah, Sean Avery yeah. said to Fanuf, enjoy my sloppy seconds because he married Alicia Cuthbert, who he married. And that was, like, the only thing kind of close to, like, the whole – objectifying women angle of that this no but there was that uh that russian guy who got uh fucking uh what was it oh domestic abuse and he got kicked out yeah domestic abuse and and got kicked out of the league for it and that's something that happens he got suspended for six years or something and then and then just went back to the case well yeah they said you're suspended indefinitely and after six years he's like i guess this is permanent yeah um but so there is like no, I, w- I would not say that hockey players are held to a higher standard at all. I think if okay. this happened in, in any league, uh, with the uh, possible exception of the NFL, which unless there's a literal video, which is kind of the difference here too. It's like there were actually receipts of all the horrific, awful, toxic shit he was saying. Um, yeah. Whereas in the NFL, unless there's like a video of you literally assaulting a woman, uh, you're not, you're not going to lose your job. Yeah, I guess, I guess – because you can look at like, because I like I guess the good comparable is Michael Vick and the aforementioned Patrick Kane. Like they both had trouble, went to the through the court system. Oh, and Kobe Bryant, obviously. So they all went to court. Michael Vick and Kobe Bryant were both um, convicted, served their time, and came back and did a big part. Uh, Kobe Patrick Bryant Kane was. wasn't he convicted? No. Kobe Bryant settled uh, out Oh, of, settled out of, out of court. court. Did he miss a season or half a season? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Anyways, if you settle out of court, it's a pretty large indicator that you're guilty. So anyways, there's Kobe Bryant, Patrick Kane are the two directly comparables because it's like the same charge, like they're allegedly raped these, these women. And they what? still – What? Michael Vick was Pat- – doc- 
dogfighting. No, I said Kobe Bryant and Patrick Kane. Ah, okay. I kind of I kind of abandoned Vic because Kobe Bryant and Patrick Kane are directly comparable. Okay. That's also that's a whole different. Uh, yeah. Different so so maybe when I said it seems like hockey players are held to a higher standard, it's um, wrong. Factually incorrect. But wait, inaccurate. Wrong. Do, do other smart. leagues? Whatever. Do other leagues have the equivalent of a Lady Bing trophy? Yeah, they all have like sportsmanship awards. Oh. All right, just ignore me. For you got to start paying attention to others. See, this totally invalidates your opinion on all all sports. I don't know. They're actually, they're better than you think. I am barely paying full attention to the NHL, and I don't well, think I mean, there's, there's another there's sport. Not, in, well, not, not right now. There's not a lot there to pay attention to. But like, what am I going to do? Pay attention to basketball, football, Dude. football? There's like 50 players on every team, and they're only in the league for like four years, and that's way too hard to keep track of. And baseball, there's like they play 180 games, and that's just too much attention. Like every day, I, I think I'll just stick to NHL, and then I will say uneducated things that I'm not necessarily right in, and then you could connect me, correct me, so you could be smart guy who knows stuff, and I'll be funny guy who shoots his mouth off. I mean, yeah, seems like a pretty worked, good dynamic. It's worked for 120 episodes. Got, has gone us this far. <laughs> Um, in conclusion, Brendan Leipzig is a piece of shit and 100% deserved to lose his job. And if you say shit like that about your coworkers or women in general, you also deserve to lose your job. Although I was kind of hoping that he wouldn't get canceled just to see what these other players, cause he was taking pot shots at all these players. Like they probably like took it easy on him. They're like, if he plays a game against any of these teams, well, He's I think to get fucking run he over. Fucking, he would have even. Uh, I, I think the team might have overlooked the shit he said about women because it's yeah. hockey. There's no women there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he was even like ripping on his own line, like the, the line mates he played with in Washington. He had like threads calling them fucking losers and shit. So, oh yeah, like, he was like most terrible squad, on, or whatever. Because they're like, because one of them posted a picture squatting Cabo, and then. He had posted like worst squad ever, which I don't know. That's that's young people talk. <laughs> Squatted this and that. Um, squad. Yeah, like he. Yeah, like. I mean, at first I was worried because I'm like, like you, I was like, did I say anything terrible? But I don't think I would ever call women fat in a chat anyway, because, like. Unless I was bragging about how good of a person I am for marrying a fat girl, like that one guy did, who we talked about. Oh, fat wife guy. Yeah, I like how you're like you're like I would never call a woman fat, and I was like, oh, that's really nice, Dale. And then you were like in a chat. (laughs) I would call them that (laughs) to their faces. (laughs) No, the only thing I would say is, should we be worried about this person's health? Because I'm a fat guy. I've never denied that, and I am very worried now that I'm 40 and I'm like on paper obese, I am very worried about all the health problems that come along with that. So if I see someone who's large and I'm like, should and the, like, I know them, like they're a friend or a family. I'm like, should I say something about the possible health effects that no. this could be causing or not? Do I just assume that they know what they're doing? They just assume that they probably are aware that, I mean, a a general rule of thumb for me is don't comment on people's weight or appearance or health in general. Mm -hmm. 
it's it's worked for me. It's probably good. Yeah, like you, you, yeah, yeah. And the other way, either like uh, what we learned from Adele losing all this weight is don't say how good they look after they lost weight because it's indirectly saying how terrible you thought they looked with the weight. Well, it was funny. I saw this um, this fucking uh, this. it was like one of those like headlines and it was like, I think it was click hole or something. And it was like, <laughs> I got a click hole for you. Nice. It was <laughs> like, uh, this woman is an inspiration. Uh, it's just like a fake headline. It's, it's like yeah. inspiring. This woman lost 200 pounds and looks beautiful, even though she was already beautiful before. But it's just like this entire like confusing state of, of, policing women's bodies caught up in one perfect headline because it's like which is it like is it inspiring that they just like love the body they're in or is it inspiring when they lose the weight or is it inspiring so i'm just like no to fucking all of that and do whatever the fuck you want with your body and i'm gonna assume that because it's your body uh you have uh uh just an understanding of how it functions yeah like i get it like sometimes it's hard to lose weight. There's different people lose. It's harder or easier for them to lose weight. And one of the things about being happy is you should teach yourself to be happy where you are. Like, like they say, happiness isn't the end of a journey. It's where you are. So basically the way to find happiness is to just accept yourself and allow yourself to be happy. But at the same time, if you want to be happier longer, like you should just try to be healthier and like, like I get like you want to drink, you want to smoke and you want to like maybe not treat your body as the perfect temple because stuff that's fun also makes you happy. But it's like this like balance that you have to reach. But if you are super overweight, life's just going to get harder the older you get because the more you're going to get more of these chronic diseases, like stuff with your heart, stuff with your joints, like diabetes and stuff like that. But if you're okay with that, then that's yeah, fine. Hundred like, percent your choice. It yeah, was like you and I were both smokers. Yeah. Like it's not like when people were like, "Hey, that's bad for you. You should quit." You were like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> Holy shit! It's bad for me!" Like you fucking you knew the health yeah. problems that it caused. Like you were fully aware, and you would just yeah. be like, "Shut the fuck up, you dumb asshole!" Like I know, which is yeah. what I would say to people if I was overweight and they were like, I'm very concerned about your weight. Did you know you're at risk for diabetes? I would like fuck off and stop talking to me. Yes, uh, I know. Yeah, that's true. Go the fuck away. But at the same time, when I was a smoker, someone was like, Hey, I heard about this book that helps you quit smoking. Like the Alan Carr, the only way to quit smoking. And yeah. the first three times someone told me that I told them to fuck off. And then by the fourth time someone said, I was like, mm, maybe I should check out this book. And it so, was. Like if someone you know and love is in danger of being overweight, don't say, hey, you're overweight or, hey, you're at a health risk. Just be like, hey, nope. uh, nope. you, you want to nope. come work out with nope. me? No, don't do that either. Yeah, don't suggest ways to lose weight. Just tell them. Don't do anything. <laughs> tell, them tell them that you love them <laughs> and appreciate the person they are no matter how big or small they are. Uh, yeah. And that- you trust their ability to make their own decisions and that if they ever need help, they can rely on you. 
Yeah, that's where you go. You just you don't say, "Hey, you should get help for that." You should just say, "Hey, I know some things. They're probably wrong, but if you want to know them, come ask me, and I'll tell you them." All right. I literally cannot sit here anymore because my back is fucking killing me. So we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, hey, is that because you have weight problems and your is no, your COVID nineteen? Is your COVID nineteen putting pressure on your lower back? So that oh, the, you have pain. Hey, Derek. The, the flip weight. side of this, it was a weight problem because I squatted <laughs> too much back when gyms were still a thing. Uh, hey, and ladies, I squatted, squatted too much. Uh, hey, I literally got so much muscles in my legs that it uh, hurt my back. What's the thing? That's I how ripped I, didn't I got have, from sitting and standing. I didn't have the muscles. I fucked up my back, and I've been dealing with, like, shooting nerve pain down my leg for three months now because no fucking RMTs or Kairos or doctor's yeah. offices are open. Um, hey, all you got to do is ask. I, I may, you all know, if it gets to that point, hey. you're in my expanded circle now. So, yeah, yeah. rub my oh, ass for me. Did we mention that? So, one of the things Trude or not Trudeau, Horgan said was you could expand the people you're allowed in your house, in your circle without social distancing up to six. And me and Derek were like, well, we record this fabulous podcast. We have so many of these fans. Eventually, we want to massage each other. So, let's make us each other in our circle. I think I actually prefer doing a distance. So, uh, sorry. It's awkward to bring up now. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to episode 120 of Our H Factory. I have been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. I am also the guy who tweets for the podcast account. So if you see, uh, follow that on the Twitter machine at Outrage Fact Pod. Yeah, Outrage Fact Pod. Mention it and I'll get back to you. Sorry I don't check it as often as I obsessively compulse my personal Twitter, but I will get back to you when I see it. Also, if anybody wants one of these fine Outrage Factory mugs, I know Sam Loudon has one. You can talk to him. Uh, when you get them, the writing won't be backwards. That's just the webcam thing. But uh, message me on Twitter or Facebook book and i can hook you up basically what i do is i just go through vista print order it and then get it sent to your place and then you pay for how much it costs i none, mean if you want to be that, part of the cool club, none of that was relevant uh, cool if you want a mug let dale know if you're on facebook like us at facebook.com slash outrage fact pod find us wherever you get your podcasts and please rate review and subscribe to us uh your reviews help to tell us what you think of the show and how we can make it better uh, and also help other people discover uh, dope new podcasts like this one. Dale, you look like you had something to say. I thought you were done. I was just going to say, remember to write those poems for us. Yep. Send them to theoutragefactory at gmail.com and we will read them on next week's episode. And until next week, stay angry. Stay angry.